What up, Eagle Talk fam? It's Rosemary. And your boy, Corey Lewis. Not too long ago, we left everything familiar in our hometown of Chicago and relocated to Dallas. Since then, we've grown a seven-figure real estate business. And more importantly, a life that we absolutely love. Like many of you, we have been on the lonely side of building a business. And we know exactly how whack that can be. We also know success leaves clues, and that is why we created this space just for you. You don't have to go on this entrepreneurial journey alone. We got you. Let's Eagle Top. Hey, hey, y'all. We are back with another episode of Eagle Talk. I believe this is 97. Eagle Talk with team number 97, baby. We are on our way. We are getting there. To episode number 100. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We haven't decided how we're going to celebrate yet. Not yet. Not Not yet. Well, y'all, today we are going to talk about a topic that um, most people in entrepreneurship hear, and we don't know how to answer it, but it's when somebody says, well, can I get a hookup? Can I get a discount? No, we know how to answer it. No. (laughs) What's the answer? Well, okay. I have, but I had a, I had a real life situation as we started to talk about this topic because Corey lewis Mm -hmm. have you ever asked anybody for a hookup um we barter you barter okay okay you well i i i will not go up to a counter without saying y'all got any coupons (laughs) (laughs) so that's not really a hookup though uh, no that's not a hookup well okay so i will say that i think that it is natural Mm -hmm. for people to want to get a deal is that fair yeah that's definitely fair to say okay it's fair to say it's natural for people to want to get a deal um but it can um when people are always asking for a hookup or you to discount your services and not knowing how to approach that conversation, it can feel a little, it can, it can feel a little gray. It can feel a little icky as an entrepreneur. Um, and we're just going to kind of untap some of the reasons why you want to think twice before you start giving out hookups to every single person. Yeah, but okay. I want to explain what, what I'm thinking when I say that. I'm, okay. I'm thinking um, 19, uh, 2009, I opened up the barber school. Mm-hmm. Three big windows, right? Mm-hmm. The right window says home of the $8 haircut. Right. Can you answer how many times somebody came in and said, I got $5 for a haircut? And I'm like, dude, it's eight bucks. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm talking about. Like, figure it out. And yeah. You know, I'm not talking about like you asking 200000 for your house. Let me get it for 120 That's not right. what I'm talking about. That's right. negotiating. Okay. Right. I'm talking like, dude, like the price is the price. The price is the price. So we are, we're just digging into these situations and just wanted to give some insights of like just kind of from conversations we've had behind the scenes of things again that I want you to think about because this is what I will say in full transparency Mm -hmm. as a real estate agent Uh, if somebody just right up to me approaches me and says look I want to discount your services nine times out of ten I'm going to say you know what we're not a good fit for each other Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Um, but have I can think in particular I had these clients that I was rocking with them for a long time um, it was a long road to home ownership. And at the end of the day, like there were some twists and turns, a lender change at the last minute. And they were um, like, they Probably wouldn't, short. Been, they wouldn't, right, yeah. they were short. They would not have been able to purchase this home 
um, if something, if the numbers didn't work out. And I'm talking a home they built. It would have been devastating for them. And I decided I got permission from my broker and I decided that I was going to, because there are some rules on what we can and cannot credit. Um, I asked my broker, you know, I went through the proper channels and I told the clients, I said, you know what? This is the amount that you're short. I was able to work it out mm-hmm. and we were able to get you a credit. Mm-hmm. I never even told them. They didn't know until we were at closing right. that the credit came from my portion of commission. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that sense, I didn't feel like they were de- de- not valuing who I was or what I did for them. It's just that the numbers were so jacked up. You know, um, this lender actually screwed them over and we had to do a Hail Mary at the end. Um, I think that's different from somebody just coming and saying, okay, you got shirts for $29. Man, let me get three for 29. Yeah. Because so again, there's a difference in like problem solving or negotiating. Prime example. Tell me somebody right now that's gonna walk up to Beyonce and ask for a discount on her tickets right you, now. You listen. You follow what well, I'm saying? Well, there's people that's gonna walk up, but, but how, you understand what do you saying? Say? The price is the price. The price is right? the price. So I think that it that it gets a little tricky sometimes when you plan the homeboy hookup game because once you do it once, they're coming back. Yeah. Right? It's almost like lending somebody some money. Yep. You know, it, it, you lend it to them, they give it back to you, maybe, right? On time or, or half and half or however it came. You better believe they're coming back again. So you just kind of got to stick to your guns in, in situations like this. Okay. So you just hit point number one okay. on why you want to be careful when you get that question, can I get a hookup and you hooking up people up? Mm-hmm. Because we we have to treat, we have to teach people or train people how to treat us, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if every time, if someone can come to you and they know that this is your number, but they can sweet talk you into coming off your number, what you're doing is you're setting a precedent, right? Definitely. And, and you know, what's going to happen is even if they refer you, they're going to refer you with the saying of like, oh, but when he say 200, you know, like yeah. I know he'll do it for X because yeah. he did it for me. So we have to or, be, or go to my boy because he gonna hook you up. Go to my boy because he gonna hook you right. up. So we have to be careful of what precedent we want to set. And and but I will say right because I know some real estate agents who are like turn and burn agents. Like they they are discount agents because for them it's all about the quantity of deals instead of the quality of the experience for their client. Mm-hmm. So if that's the type of business you want to run. That's cool, yeah. right? But you just have to be aware of the precedent that you are setting because again, we train people on how to on how to treat us, how to treat our brand, how to treat our business, mm-hmm. and they're going to treat our business in that way if we set that precedent. Yeah, and, and it, it goes back to knowing your value, right? Yep. We, we were at a mastermind a couple of weeks ago and Glennis was speaking on a proposal that he gave mm-hmm. for uh, a particular company. I don't know if it was in LA or wherever it was. But um, he was saying that he sent the proposal almost kind of like unapologetically about his number. His yeah. number, I think it was like eight grand. Yeah. And he knew in the back of his mind that that was his number and he wasn't coming off. He's like, yeah. he, he, he kind of said, I didn't care if I got the job, if I didn't get the job, but this is what this is what it's going to take me to what get the is. job. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like knowing your value and, and knowing your worth. And I think I don't think in the beginning, especially in business, you can kind of stick to your guns like that. Yeah. But but once you're solidified and you're proven to be a professional in whatever industry it is, I think that you should deserve to get what your number is. No, for sure. And and one thing is that when we get into, you know, just offering hookups, it is 
starting to dilute our value Definitely. right yeah. it's starting to say okay and, and then and then we can play mind tricks with ourselves like man is it am i not worth this number mm-hmm. is it that you're not worth it or you keep bringing yourself down and 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 here is something that um that I know a lot of people struggle with in entrepreneurship because we want to be attainable for everybody. But the reality, right, mm-hmm. is that if you, I, I'm not even going to say, I was about to say Louis Vuitton. The reality is everybody can't shop at Target. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? The reality is that, that they are targeting a certain demographic and depending on where you are, you might not be the person to shop at Target, but can you shop when they have clearance section Mm -hmm. or can you shop somewhere else? You know? Um, and, and that's the way we have to think about our brand. Like we're not going to dilute our brand because this subset is either there. And, and sometimes we think that we have to bring our prices down because people don't value us. It's not that they don't value. We just might not be within their, but within their budget, but because you're not within somebody's budget, it doesn't mean you have to dilute, your brand, but maybe you can offer a lesser package, mm-hmm. right? Hey, this is my price for this. Um, but what's your budget? Because within your budget, I have this option mm-hmm. and then they can decide if they want to go with their budget or not. But you definitely need to really think hard and, and long about what your brand is and not dilute it. And one of the best episodes I think that we've done, it's an oldie, but a goodie. It's not even on, <laughs> um, on the YouTube platform, it's only on the podcast platform. Episode number seventeen. You are doper than you think you are. Great episode. And sometimes we dilute our value and we dilute our bl- our brand because we don't understand um, how dope what we're offering is. Um, and and in that episode, we just share how we had a friend um, who reminded us of our dopeness. Yeah. Um, let's talk margins. I think mm-hmm. that's the second one, right? Yeah, the next one. Um, Profit and loss. I mean, that, that's important, too, when, you, when you're talking about the hookup, right? Because if you have a certain number that you think you're going to make or reach, giving too many discounts can definitely have you under that number. Yeah. Right? And, and in mo- most cases, you might end up making less than you would if you had a regular job. Yeah, for sure. Um, but on the flip side of that, like you were talking about the, the people that ask you to discount your services and you said that you were not a, a good fit. I'm thinking of a, a guy I met that is a $500 flat free broker, mm-hmm. but he does like 60 listings a month, right? Mm-hmm. But he's he's doing nothing except yeah. putting it out there, right? You're dealing with the phone calls, you're dealing with the negotiations and so on and so forth. So it's, it's two sides of that coin, but it's still on, on that number, he's not negotiating on, on his $500. Right. You follow right. what I'm saying? Right. So he's, he's doing all he, of that value, but he's still not, his number is his number to yeah. even get that done. Even get the, and, and that's what I think it is. Like you have to figure out the type of business that you want to have mm-hmm. and, 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 and be unapologetic about, yeah. about where you, you know, where you are with that. Now I will say this though, um, because I do think that there is, you know, um, like in real estate, it's a little different because we have standards in industry just in terms of commission structures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for our people who provide goods and services, I do think that there is a period of time that you have to give yourself grace to understand market. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, understand market, understand what uh, what people are willing and, and what is fair market rates mm-hmm. for what you are charging because there have definitely been some things right that i've looked at what someone's charging and i'm like well that's not fair market rate to me yeah i'm not willing like 
it doesn't fit within my criteria um but maybe somebody else's it does so i i do say this like in the beginning you may have to um to kiss a few frogs right and to go through some things to really understand what is fair market rate in your industry um but don't just go in you know what i'm saying if you shooting a whole wedding video photography for a hundred dollars you're doing something wrong dog yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you're doing something way wrong yeah and then also i'm thinking about social proof this morning um they were talking about uh shopping shopping mm-hmm. each other yeah so was, uh, Donnie was talking about how she reached out i think it was neo from the circle of ceos and somebody else how like she would send them an email to see the almost as a like trying to get one of their products or their services, yeah. right? And seeing what came back, how they s- communicated with their customer, yeah, to imp- and put some of that into what she does and do a market research, exactly. Right? So exactly. you have to do your market research, and that's my point about when you're first starting out. Sometimes you may need to do your market research to figure out what what is normal in my market, mm-hmm. and I mean, and you have to hone it all the way down too. What who is my ideal customer? Yep. Because your ideal customer, you may have two people that have the same need, but one customer is gonna be willing and able to invest at a different level than the other customer is gonna be willing and able to invest. But number one, what is the expectation and the differences in the product mm-hmm. you're producing? Yep. Right. And what are you willing to do that for? So, you know, um, there's so many different examples that we can give, but I definitely think that you don't in business sometimes you're just so hungry for somebody it's just like okay you okay i I give you half of that so i do that or i do for that like man i really wouldn't and then now you're disgruntled you're frustrated you feel undervalued and now um that that just starts a spiral effect of burnout Mm -hmm. and leads you to not believing in the business that you're building yeah and i think that the information is key too yeah like they were talking about even um she said that you think coke doesn't study pepsi Right, you know what I mean. Right, so, so right. we're talking from a large scale to to even a small scale on studying your customer and and knowing your product for yeah. sure. Okay, now b- before we end, I do want to just say this because we just had a situation um, not too long ago where there is a contractor that we work with that um, that brought some pricing to me, right? Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, the pricing was outside of. It's not that I didn't see the value. Mm-hmm. It's just the the pricing was outside of what I was able to commit to at that time. And I I was able to share with him. And and I'm just sharing this because there was a time when I would have just been like, no, can't do it. Don't want to do it. um, Or ghosted or not called back. I was honest and saying, look, I absolutely see the value. And even me, I just did a course not too long ago. And we sent a survey to people who didn't buy. Like, what were some of the reasons that you didn't buy? Information. And a lot of people say, you know what? We saw the value. It's just that it was it's not a possibility for us at this time. And I want to bring that up because sometimes if somebody gives us a no for our business, we automatically take it personal like it's about us and we're not good at what we do let me ask you a question because this yeah. is some, something that you and kim um work on when you get that type of feedback that let's just say the person couldn't afford it mm-hmm. do you think to the next level on creating something they can afford or do you just kind of leave it at they just can't afford it sometimes so we do have some tiered pricing so i'll give you a great example I did a, um, a four-week 
um, coaching thing for realtors that when we got into it, we were like, oh, we definitely undercharge for this. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And we know the value that came from it. Now, we weren't mad that we undercharged because. We learned a lot and now we're going to go back to the the drawing board and we're going to build it out a little differently and we're going to raise the price, but we're also going to elevate the experience to match the price. Mm. Okay. But then we also decided, okay, we're going to create a three day experience Mm -hmm. at a very minimal price point. It's like $14 literally. Mm -hmm. Um, And at this very minimal price point, it's entry level so that someone who couldn't even afford the thing that we undercharge for, they still will get the the access to the information to some info not all of it they're yeah. not going to have nowhere near the same resources and experiences but they are going to get something because what i want to do is start to prime them mm-hmm. so as their financial situation changes like i have a resource for you that is going to be very valuable mm-hmm. right um, but i'm not going to leave you hanging right so we have free things like my podcast real estate Eagle Talk is free, right? Mm. So this is a free, we have free resources. Then we have some entry level paid resources, but now we are building something that unapologetically, mm-hmm. like if, if you, I know that what well, we're, listen, let me tell you something. If you're a real estate agent, get on my email list <laughs> because what we're building for agents, we're on a, we don't have a number yet, but it's definitely going to be significantly more of an investment than it was last time. It was 200 bucks. It was right. way too much value for 200 bucks. But we're going to be unapologetic about that number because we know that honestly what I'm giving you is going to be invaluable. You I'm, know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you why I asked that question because um, going back to the haircuts, we were $8, right, for 12 years. Yeah. Two years ago, we can talk inflation. We can talk the price of supplies being higher, clipper, neck strips, whatever. I went up to $10. Joliet was pissed at me. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. So I'm. Th- and it was kind of like you know, do I lose this customer over two dollars, or do I, do I, or create, do they adapt? Create, right. Do I create something to make them see my value? And what me and Larry came up with was every first Tuesday of the month, haircuts are free. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So now you can you now you ain't got nothing to say because you got you can get your haircut for free. You can wait a month for that Tuesday, yeah. or you can get you know spend. Ten dollars one twice time in between. Exactly. Go. That's why I was asking. And and, and and I think that what we're getting to, and this is something to know with the whole, can I get a hookup is starting to understand and identify your ideal client. Yep. Right. Yep. Because th- this is the thing. And this is the way I will position it. Let's just say this thing I'm building for realtors is a thousand dollars on average. An average commission in our market is 12,000. So if, if you can spend a thousand with me, but I'm going to show you how to make 12000 over and over and over and over and over. Mm-hmm. It's worth it, Absolutely. right? Um, but can I jump out the gate and charge 12000 for this experience? Maybe not quite yet, right. right? So it's understanding who my ideal audience is and understanding what they're able to do. And the same thing with us in business when we get these hookup conversations. Are, is everybody asking for a hookup because you're marketing Mm-hmm. Right. You you have an ideal client in mind, but you're marketing to a different type of client mm-hmm. that is is more, um, you know, they don't have the disposable income for what it is that you or or the mindset to invest in what it is that you're giving yeah. or, or the resources like there's just so many different parts. But I think our whole point of this podcast is not to just be so quick 
to just, you know, throw it all away. And and, and you have to be okay with the no, right? Yeah. If if someone says, you know what, I appreciate it, but it's not gonna work for me. Understand that, that has that don't mean you need to shut down your business on. Right, Tuesday. don't mean you did anything wrong. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Now, could there be learning lessons there? Could there be areas of opportunity? Absolutely. But, you know, sometimes discounting your number is not always the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, y'all. So there you go. There we go. We're talking about hookups and things. I hope this was good for y'all. Um, just uh, Speaking of hookup, though, okay. can you hook us up? We need them to hook us up. We sure do. We're talking about don't, don't ask for no hookups. Now we're going to ask But this is not going to cost you a dollar. Right. It's just going to cost you two minutes of your time. Go ahead and give us a five-star review. Yes. And write a review because in the podcast world, like the way you hook up podcasters for real, for real, mm-hmm. is like letting the people know, sharing the podcast, writing a quick review. It would mean more to us than you would know. It does. And uh, we can't wait to see you next week. We'll see y'all later. Bye.